Well, hey, you're listening to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime, where, like I always say, uh, our goal is to build an abundant, healthy, whole life in the meantime. Every single one of us has an in the meantime. You have past meantimes, but you are in one right now. There's something you're working towards. There's a place you're going, right? And uh, so... Yeah, that, that's the whole point of it. And I just think, why are we not trying to squeeze the juice out of life? You will get one life. That's it. That's all you got right now. God has given it to you to use it to your fullest capacity. So we are talking on Components 3, right? Before I start breaking into interviews with people, which I've, I've got some of those on the books, um, I wanted to hit all six components so people could go back and be like, hey, what's this all about? And that is essentially what I'm doing right now. So we have done uh, the first two components so far of in the meantime, which is your spiritual and your mental. And now we're going to talk about component number three, which is your physical health. So your life, every single one of us is impacted by these six components. The uh, first three kind of are unintentionally personal, like it's just you and your life. And, uh, but obviously they're communal, they're relational, but the second three are, uh, very communal, very relational based. So they're based in one or the other, but they also impact the others, right? So I've said it so many times, they trickle into each other. And so it's probably pretty obvious how your spiritual and mental life connects to component number three, your physical life. The bottom line of focusing on these components is, like I said in the very beginning of this, we all have one life. That We want to pursue goals, dreams, we want to have adventures, while in the meantime, leading and living a life that is full of peace and joy. I'm not waiting for someday when, right? When life seems right and I finally get where I want to be. I want to wake up each day happy, healthy, whole, right? Like not just using the three H's, even though... W-H-O-L. Anyway, um, E. Uh, the goal of life is that, man, I want to wake up and enjoy each moment. So if here's an example of if things aren't going well with our components. If our spiritual tank is low, our mindset is garbage, our physical life is below substandard, our relationships suck, we hate our jobs, and we have terrible money habits, we will void ourselves of the opportunity to live an abundant and healthy life in the meantime. You cannot be bad at these components and see a successful life, right? We don't just uh, drift into a successful, healthy, happy life. It's something we have to set the intention about. Therefore, we got to set the course. We got to figure out where we're going. We got to have an aim. So I don't know about you, but where I'm at in my life, I want to continue building and cultivating a life that is focused on not just surviving. I'm not just trying to get by. I want to thrive unapologetically. I want to thrive, right? I want to have and continue building a life where component number one, spiritually, I am connected to God, filling myself with higher level of thoughts, thinking about what he wants me to think about, right? Component number two, my mindset. I want to have a mindset that I can create and contribute, one that leads to disciplines that allows me to become who I feel like God has ultimately called me to be. Component number three, my physical body, which we're talking about today. I want to cultivate a physical body that has a high level of focus about what goes in my body, how I move my body, and ultimately gives me the ability to have the energy I need to give of myself in all the areas that matter. Component number four, I desire a vibrant relationship, vibrant relationships that are healthy, encouraging, and inspiring. 
relationships that are focused on how we can squeeze the juice out of life and are focused around making our lives and communities healthier and whole. And I'm just kind of doing a recap here. Component number five, financial work, actually, rather. This is for work. I want to create a work-life synergy that allows me to do the things I love and am passionate about without hating the majority of the days that falls in between the weekends. And finally, I want to activate a life, component number six of financial freedom that allows me to live debt-free, huge focus for me, create income sources, multiple streams, and steward well so I can build, contribute, and give generously. When I think about my life, uh, these are definitely my highest aims. These are my goals. This is what I'm working after. I believe my purpose um, when it comes towards other people and stuff comes out in these when I am working towards these goals. And I think they should be everybody's. Uh, You and I, we can have different journeys in the meantime, but there's no escaping that these components are vital to our lives. My component for financial freedom can look different than yours, but nonetheless, you have to set one or you're just going to drift through it. Um, so component number three, your physical health, we're going to get into it. And I've got three very simple tips that I'm going to share with you that hopefully can be helpful, right? Why does it matter? Why does having a healthy physical life matter? I've said this verse tons of times on here, and I'm going to say it again, because it's almost the mantra of component number three. Romans 12, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Uh, Like I said, I think this is a clear verse for this component, but also it hits on all three components, right? Your spiritual life, your mental, you got to renew it, and your physical, your body, let it be a living sacrifice. The Apostle Paul is the writer of this verse. He lived under first century Roman rule. So to make one thing clear, Paul is not saying to offer your body as a living sacrifice to God by creating uh, this kind of CrossFit junkie identity of yourself, having 4% body fat, or that you need to be a marathon runner. More than anything, he's really talking about the fact that your body shouldn't be used for pagan worship, but rather for the worship and following of Jesus. So put even way more simply, don't just do whatever you want with your bodies. Early Christians, there was a group of them who um, there was this practice that started to seep in where people were telling each other that their bodies didn't matter uh, and that it was only their souls that matter. That's what God cared about. So you could kind of do whatever you wanted or that you even despise your body, that you hate your physical body. And Paul's saying it's neither of those. Our body is a gift and it's something that we should be giving to God, offering it to him in, in service and to um, kind of take advantage of it best we can because it's the only one we got. So through our modern world, uh, it's a little different and we have different comforts and there's, you know, not kind of some of the same uh, issues that the early Christians would have faced, right? We, um, we have life a little bit easier, right? So we've got to pay attention uh, of things a little bit closer and we need to pay attention to this charge, right? So when I think about this verse, this being the mantra of component number three, 
I think of a few obvious things. One is going to be eating, movement, sexual activity, and substance abuse. All right. So those are things that can uh, impact our body, just to name a few. Right. And I've never been someone that gets into the super nitty gritty um, about these, you know, certain how you should be living in these areas. But here's some natural consequences that come from these certain habits. Right. If you go have sex with a different person every weekend, your chances of getting an STD is 100% greater than a married person who has sex with their spouse on a regular basis. So that's not even to mention the emotional and maybe spiritual decay that you might get from a situation like that. <clears throat> if you eat whatever you want, most likely you're going to get fat, okay? That's just an absolute fact. But you're also going to be unhealthy, right? Even more importantly, you'll probably be missing out on all the important nutrients if soda and pizza and junk food are just your normal intake. If you don't exercise, even walk around your neighborhood because of, um, you know, you're just not getting out and we live sedentary lifestyles. Your body will get stiff atrophy where your muscles break down. That will kick in and the harder it will be to get going. And finally, an overconsumption of prescription medication, alcohol or illegal drugs will obviously leave a giant wake of destruction in your life. So as I stated a few examples of what poor focus on this component could be, I'm not talking on here to try to make you feel bad, especially if one of these resonated with you. I actually have a pretty high level of empathy when it comes for anyone struggling in these areas. Really small example is I just know how hard it was to stop drinking so much soda. I used to drink so much soda. So I can't imagine how difficult the journey might be um, to beat an addiction to something a lot more serious. Maybe it's medication, alcohol, food, drugs, or even sex. But here's what I do know, that if our lives are going to thrive and be abundant and for us to have the energy necessary to give and contribute, we need to install healthy practices within each of these components, specifically the physical component. God gave us our bodies. You were born and you had absolutely zero part in making that happen. Isn't that wild? You just showed up. However, whatever shaped, um, whatever shape your physical body is in today, there does come a time, no matter how difficult your upbringing was or who controlled what you did or ate or your activities or whatever, there has to be a moment where you take responsibility or at least control over your future and decide from this point on, my meantime is going to be made up of me getting healthy spiritually, mentally, and physically. My vision as I turn 30 is that I want to lead the life over the next 30 years that other than just basic aging, that I want to say, man, I just turned 60. And to be honest, I still kind of feel 30, right? That's my vision. That's my goal. So through healthy eating, exercise, and, and gratitude, just reminding myself each day, like, man, my body is a gift. I want to do what's necessary to help it be healthy. So with all that said, here are three tips that I'll run through pretty quick that uh, I have that I think can help you kind of begin to steer your physical body in the direction you truly desire. So number one, super simple, a lot of fun. Cast the vision. Number one, cast the vision for what you want your physical body to be about, right? This one's fun because you can do it on your couch. All you have to do is use your mind. 
So that's why uh, having component number two in a healthy spot is important because it's going to make it way more enjoyable, right? So firstly, just take inventory of where you are physically. Give yourself a little grade, right? And you can be super honest because it's just you. Maybe you're writing it down, but it's just you, right? Are you exercising two times a week and you're like, man, I would like to up that? Or are you in a position where you're like, hey, it's an athletic feat for me to get out of bed and get to the bathroom? No matter where you are, you just don't have to be stuck there. I don't believe it. I don't believe anybody has to be stuck there. And once you recognize where you are physically, you can begin to dream a little bit. Now, if you haven't done a push-up in 10 years, you probably don't want to make it a goal to do 100 by the end of the week. But you could make it a goal to do one in the next six months or a year, right? So start doing the things that allow you to do that. The idea here basically is to get yourself positioned to begin implementing the habits and practices that are necessary to help you achieve your desired goal. So for me, I'm pretty active, um, but I do have a few goals that I'd like to achieve over the next two years. One would be run a marathon. So my starting place, and this is where I'm at right now currently, is running about mile and a half, three miles every day, the days that I can, and sometimes longer runs. And then I'm going to eventually step into a full program, which is online. I, there's a free one on the Nike app that helps you uh, prepare for a marathon. So that's what I'm going to do. Along the journey, though, um, I don't want to lose muscle mass. I'm not like a super buff guy, but I just don't want to get skinnier. So I've begun to figure out, okay, what kind of weight training do I need to do? How many times a week do I need to do it? And uh What's the amount of protein I need to eat each day? And what nutrients do I need each day to be able to sustain where I'm at? So um, this is all rooted in knowing that there's just more in me. And I want to rise to that challenge, right? And so it can all be relevant. There's some people that run 100 miles. And there's some people are like, I want to run my first mile. like, Or I just want to walk a mile. Like, Whatever it is, it's connected to you. You don't have to try and be someone else or live into someone else's physical component. But we do want to make sure that we are uh, getting healthier and moving in the right direction. So take some time and create the vision. Uh, it will be what helps pull you uh, in the direction of achieving your goal. And here's a really good reminder. If you get discouraged, remember you're just not alone. First of all, there are tons of videos. I see them like every day on the internet where people who thought they could never progress physically have and ended up radically transforming their life. And so hop on some of those, hop on some motivational talks on YouTube, right? Like whatever it is, do things that you thought only weird people did. Because at the end of the day, people who are successful in all these areas of life are usually considered a little weird, a little odd, right? But start doing that stuff. Forget about what you think someone's going to think about. This is about you and making your life healthy and whole and building an abundant, extravagant life, right? And that doesn't mean that you're in, you know, I don't even know, Belize every three months. It means that right now, today, in my job, in my life, with my family, I can live an amazing life. And that's really good news. So here's step number two. Don't do it alone. It seems pretty obvious, but it's easy to forget that we need to invite people into that, right? It's super important because accountability in all areas of our life is important, but when it comes to our physical lives, it's pretty much paramount. I have way better success guiding component number three in a healthy direction when I'm not doing it alone, okay? So, for instance, 
If it weren't for my wife, I'm not sure I would have the necessary discipline to eat healthy. I love pizza. I love junk food, right? Like these aren't things that I have like been able to be like, oh, I would never eat a Snickers. I love Snickers, but I want to make sure that if I have one, it's sparsed out. Okay. And I can enjoy it and I don't feel bad about it. And she is absolutely the leader in our family towards stewarding us towards healthy eating, uh, even to the point where sometimes it's frustrating. But I'm always thankful for it at the end of the day. And for us, healthy eating is 100% a batting average, right? I mean, there's what, 42 meals in a week? Like, I'm not going to eat every single one perfect, right? Like, there's going to be plenty in there that I am eating a cheeseburger or eating pizza or having an ice cream, right? Like, so imagine if out of your 42 meals, you are eating 35 of them really healthy. Like, that's an amazing batting average. So, also, when it comes to not doing this alone, recently I started riding my bike with a friend from church. Uh, I've had a road bike for years and it's just sat in my garage and collected dust. But uh, my friend has knew that I had the bike and he's like, let's start riding. And um, that's what we're doing. We're doing it together. And I'm way more motivated to hop on the bike. Plus, here's a perk. We're getting to know each other better. And so that number three, us doing something physically together is leading us to having component number four moving in the direction of healthy relationships. So that's pretty cool uh, example of how they leak together. Also, it helps to go on these journeys with someone who maybe knows more than you, right? And that's exactly like my friend on the bike. He's teaching me stuff about my bike that I didn't know. He's teaching me rhythms and and uh, paces and and how to use different apps. And so um, for you, maybe maybe you just have to make a new friend at the gym. I hear about people making new friends at the gym all the time, right? Uh, if someone's at the gym, they typically, you know, they're wanting to get better in all areas of their life. So they're going to be pretty for making a new friend and maybe they can even help lead you. So sometimes we make the excuse that we don't know where to start. But in this day and age, that excuse holds no water. I mean, seriously, you can go to the gym and every gym has some kind of like guidance program or direction they'll give you or just ask someone there if they'll help you. But with the internet, you got everything you need to know about physical health. So it's not about knowing what to do, but rather just doing it. And bottom line is we know healthier eating, higher water intake, and just moving more and avoiding some of the other bad habits are is going to make you healthier. So it's not this like Rubik's cube that we have to figure out. Becoming healthier is doing the small little things consistently. So with all that said, there are two resources that I want to spotlight because um, this is all about not doing it alone. If it's physical training you're looking for, my buddy Colin Pask, I've had him on the podcast before. He owns Flow Life, which is an online fitness coaching program. And uh, here's the beauty. No matter where you're at on the spectrum of physical health, he can help you. He has a doctorate in physical therapy. So if you just need guidance for simple movements, he's your guy. And if you're wanting to get extremely precise on your eating and your weightlifting, he's the guy for you too. So you can go to his Instagram at Flow Life where he puts up uh, workouts like every day, stretching advice, mobility advice, uh, or you can download his app and there's different tiers um, for programming that you can do with him. Some start super cheap, some can get a little bit more expensive, um, but that's where he'll interact with you personally and, and literally walk with you through your journey. So also in uh, wherever you're listening, I'll put kind of his website in the link. 
that's the exercise and physical movement resource. Um, I did open up with this, maybe saying, hey, physically, maybe you have some kind of addiction or something that's holding you back. Um, so I want to kind of help you there, too. So if you're trying to beat an addiction to a substance, I have a friend who founded an unbelievable organization. They're 10 years old now. It's called Hope is Alive. And their goal is to help you restore your life across the board in all components, spiritual, mental, physical, relational, financial, and vocational. They have homes where you can go and there's a two-year program. And right now, I think they've got like 200 members involved. They're graduates. People have gone to the program. A lot of them work for the organization, but have also gone on to lead and live amazing lives. They are a great program, an unbelievable resource. Also, if you are a parent or a friend trying to kind of cope with some Someone that you love who has an addiction, they have a ton of resources for you too. So go over to Hope is Alive. You can go to their Instagram. I'll put their link uh, uh, in the show notes here. Uh, that is a great resource if you are saying, hey, it's time, right? There is no shame in saying that right now is the time where I want to get clean. I want to build a healthier life for my friends, my family, and future me. So that would be a great spot for you to start. So no matter what your excuses are. The excuse that holds no credibility is that you have no one to help you. Whether it's in person or online, there are so many options to be a part of groups and communities to help you succeed in uh, having a healthy physical life. I'm talking about it right here. I got a podcast right here. I give some really simple tips that can help move the needle towards you saying, hey, I'm going to get healthier and whole. Number three tip is make it fun. And again, super simple stuff, but the super simple stuff is what leads to us living the life that we ultimately want to live. So here's a simple tip, um, but I think it's super important. A lot of times the idea of getting healthy physically feels so straining and difficult because we think about the pain that comes with it. So don't get me wrong. There is no way to avoid the pain that comes with growth, no matter what it is in a relationship with your money or your physical life. There is gonna be pain with it, um, but we can make it more enjoyable. So here's a small example, and I tell this people all the time. Let's say your first move towards being physically healthy is to start eating better. Maybe you are just constantly consuming junk food and fast food. So here's an idea, right? It's probably best not to just try to give that all up cold turkey and, you know, eat like a vegetarian or eat completely whole foods raw or anything like that. Instead, my advice is if you love cheeseburgers like I do and French fries, just don't give them up. Just don't get them from fast food joints. Instead, decide what ingredients you want, go to the store and make them at home. It's just going to automatically be healthier and uh, you can do it. I do it all the time. Right. And then maybe start switching to healthier buns healthier organic meat, uh, healthier cheeses, maybe um, just the healthier way that you make your fries. I don't know. But like you can start to evolve and then do that with almost everything. And that gets fun because now you're doing it at home. You're probably going to be saving money or at least learning some new skills. You can start cooking for your friends, whatever. Right. Um, to me, even though this takes more intentionality, more time, it's a small price to pay when it comes to cultivating a life that is thriving. So when it comes to exercise, make it fun by doing it outside. Invite others to be a part of it and do movements that you're comfortable with, right? You can plan activities um, and do a walk around your local park, do a family bike ride, have a pool party, 
get some laps in before everybody comes over. It just doesn't have to be that complicated. It's all about stacking the chips in our favor, right? So just little things at a time, things that are going to be enjoyable for you. So get creative. That is, in fact, another charge that is in Scripture, right? I said it in the last podcast, the, the passage that says, hey, you're in charge of being creative, doing your best with your life. The ultimate goal of these tips and the conversation around your physical life is that you start taking steps to building a vibrant future. You don't have to be Arnold, right? You don't have to be the strongest person in the gym. You don't have to be the buffest person. It's just about saying, hey, I have family. I have friends. I have people around me that I want to be able to move around, that I want to be physically comfortable around. And um, that's who we're trying to to become just someone that's comfortable in our skin and pays attention to what we're putting in our body and how we are moving it. And at the end of the day, whether you've been able to admit it or not, your physical health plays a gigantic role in the health of the other areas of your life. And I want to encourage you to know that you can make a change. You can see progress. This year is going to go by no matter what. And at the end of it, when you feel so much better knowing that you've been taking steps towards building a healthier whole body. And that is going to trickle over into your spiritual health, physical, relational, financial, and vocational. Well, hey, thanks so much for listening. We are halfway through the components. I plan on uh, kicking out the rest of them really soon, kind of back to back to back. And if this encouraged you at all, it's super simple, right? But uh, in the meantime, our lives can get healthier and better by just doing the small, tiny things. I see it in my life, and I see it when I don't do the right small things. I see the the uh, inverse effect, right? And so um, that's it. And I'm just trying to build a community about this idea that we get one one day at a time and let's live it to the fullest so if it encouraged you please rate it share it like it tell your friends about it and maybe you're like hey um, i'm buying into the bigger vision and so i want to be kind of on the the ground floor of this community that you're trying to build so with that said i hope you're doing well and i'll talk to you soon